Rabosai, we are on Daf Kuf Tesvav Amid Aleph, but we're starting from Daf Kuf Yedal Amid Beis, uh, the very, uh, the very, the last, last, second to the last line, the last word on the page. We said yesterday, Rabbi Yochanan held uh, on Yom Kippur that's on Shabbos. You're allowed to trim the vegetables, and even though there's, even though there's a, uh, even though there's a rabbinic prohibition against it, we're allowed to do it to increase. The agmas nefesh to increase the uh, anguish of a person. Tanya Kabasi Rabbi Yochan, we learned like Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, the real Yom Kippur Shachal Yos B'Shabbat Yom Kippur falls on Shabbos. Mutav Knibis Yerach, you're allowed to, you're allowed to trim the vegetables, like for the reason that we, for the reason that we said. Aye, and furthermore, not only that, but mefatzim be'agozim, we can break open the nuts. And, okay, mefakas be'amrimonim, we can b- b- break open the the pomegranates. Okay, ben amincha lemala, but only only we said from mincha time and onwards. That's the time that the rabbis relax their rabbinic prohibition uh, of uh, rabbinic prohibition, but. Not before. We said the reason is in order to increase the anguish. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be giving yourself anguish on 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 uh, afflicting yourself on Yom Kippur. So that afflicts that the, the food's ready and you can't eat it, or getting ready and you can't eat it. The Bay Rabbi Huda Makanve Krova in in the in the house in the house of Rabbi Huda. So they used to they used to cut so the. Cu- preparing the vegetables after. Yes, and even though this time it's not going to work, right. Uh, uh, and they would, they would also, they would also, they used to prepare uh, the the uh, cabbage. Okay, okay. The Bay Rabba Gardikari in the house of Rabba, they would scrape the uh, they would scrape the uh, gourds or the pumpkins. Came in the chaz the having kamacharfe, but when he saw in his house that they were doing it earlier, really this pro, this this leniency was only for mincha time and upwards. And afterwards, they were doing it earlier. Milus he told them he t- he said a strict thing. He said the name of somebody who didn't say it. He said ata igor I got a letter from the from Eretz Yisrael Mishmei the Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Yochan Dasser, who says you're not allowed to do it. Period. Why? Because he had to stop them from doing it too early. Okay. Now we learning. Now we learning a new a new parak. We learn kol kodesh. The rabbis, we have two problems. We, but the rabbis, we, we'll see, we're very stringent about saving things from fires on Shabbos. We're talking about objects, because it's very, very likely once a person starts, they won't stop to put the fire out. So the rabbis were very exacting with what you can save, what you can't save, and there's two problems. That's one. And there's also a problem of tirch, of, of trouble. The rabbis allowed two things. They allowed certain things. You can, these holy, uh, holy writings, you could take them out of the fire on Shabbos, and you could also take them out to a an alleyway, which usually needs a sheet, if usually needs to be joined, it would be rabbinically prohibited to take carry something into that alleyway. Here they relax the rabbinic prohibition in order for you to save these holy scriptures. So we learn, all holy writings, you can save them from the fire on Shabbos, whether they're ones that we read in shul on Shabbos, for example, like the Nevi'im, as opposed to the Ksuvim, we never read the scriptures for the Ksuvim, we never read them for, for the Haftarah. That's a simple explanation, that's the Rashi's explanation. Or whether they're even scriptures, even things we, we never read in shul also. Even though they're written in other languages rather than Hebrew, uh, other than Hebrew, uh, and you're not allowed to read them. And, you know, we're going to see you're not allowed to read them one way. Otunim Geniza, and they st- and they also and they also need these things 
means also that are written in other languages, they need to be put away. You don't, you, you don't just, you, you don't leave them in a place where they can be, they can come to ruin. You have to put them away, and it needs to hide them away properly that we could do with holy things. What's the reason we don't read them? Why don't we read the scriptures on Shabbos? We don't read them on Shabbos because it, it's mevatal people from learning the halachas like this book. So people would work all week long, they come to Shul on Shabbos, and the rabbi would teach them all the halachas. So if they're busy reading the scriptures, it's very exciting, like, like very, very exciting stuff to read. They'll read that, and they won't. They won't come to the shear to learn to learn what's mutter and what's asr and what they have to do, what they don't have to do. Itmar, we learn. It was taught the following. Okay, when we said we, we have an argument when it comes to when we say you can save uh, save these things. Ksuvim targum. What if they were written? If they the, the books that you, the, the scriptures were translated into Aramaic or Bakalashan or in other or they're written also like they probably they were written in Aramaic. Okay, or in another language. Rav Huna Amar says no. You're not those ones that are written in another language. You're not allowed to You're not allowed to save them from the fire. Rav Chista said you can save them from the fire. We're going to see that in a minute. Now we have an argument later when things are translated. Can you? Can you? Can you? Here, can you? Can you read them or not? I'll leave it on the Amar, according to the opinion that says in Masech the Megillah, that you're allowed to write the scriptures in any language, and of course you can read them. Okay, I'll leave it on them, Niti L'Koresher, and so Kulam says you can write them, in which case you're allowed to read them, you're allowed to read them. Kuli Amar L'Pligi, that there's no argument between Rav Huna and Rav Chizda, the Matzilin. Everybody, even Rav Huna agrees you can save those, if you're according to that opinion, you're allowed to write them, you're allowed to read them, you're allowed to save them. Keep Pligi, leave it on the Amar, Loniti L'Koresher, it's according to the opinion that says you shouldn't write them, which means you can't read them, and therefore, that's where the argument is. And here we say what? Rafuna says, look, you're not allowed to read them. You're not allowed to, you don't save them. The whole need to the because you're not allowed to read them. Rav Chistamar, no, Matzilim, Mishum the Bizarim, Rav Chistamar says, even according to the opinion that you're not allowed to use them. You're not allowed to read those scriptures that are written in other languages. Nevertheless, you save them. Why? Because because of a disgrace to the holy to the holy to the holy writings. It's still it's still it's a disgrace. You save them. Tanan. Now we're going to we're going to spend time finding proofs pro and con or, or, or challenges pro and con to these. Opinions that according to the opinion, you're not allowed to write these things, you're not allowed to read these things, whether you save them on Shabbos or not from the fire. Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah. Come on, let me let me ask you a question, Rav Huna. How can you tell me you can't save them? Didn't our Mishnah say, You can save all the holy scriptures from the fire on Shabbos, whether we read them or not. Even though they're written in other in, in other languages, my love, Shikor and So what's talking when they're reading them? The Nevi'im. That's the Nevi'im that we read on Shabbos. We read the Nevi'im on Shabbos in Shul. What's the ones we don't read? Ksuvim. That's the Ksuvim that we don't read on Shabbos. Reading one way. There's, a, there's an argument how to read this, but we. We don't read them. No, but, but here's not such an argument. So we don't read them. Uh, that's the scriptures. Okay, holy writings. Even though they're written in other languages, what's the point? The Lenit Lekrospeh, in other words, what? Even though you're not allowed to read them, okay? That's what we explain it. And you save them. Okay, two to Rafuna. So our mission is a, is a knockout blow to Rafuna. It says clearly, even though they're written in other languages, we said you're not allowed to read them, you do it. Wait a second, wait a second. You want to read the mission? You're reading the mission, it's not going to make any sense the way you're reading it. Aim a safe, according to you, it says what? You're allowed to see, according to you, you can save them, even though you're not allowed to read Read them. Aim a safer. Then how do you read the end of the Mishnah? Tuni Geniza. They have to be having the way. You're not allowed to leave them in a hefker place in general. Hashda to If you're going to save them from a fire on Shabbos, Geniza me boy. Is there any question that you don't leave them in a, in a, in a hefker place? Of course, you have to put them away, away in a way that they don't get ruined. 
Ravuna Ella, Ravuna Matars Nataime, Chista Matars Nataime. Each of the, both of them have to explain the mission anyway, the beginning and the end. So it comes out like this Ravuna Matars Nataime. You wanted to say to Ravuna that the mission says clearly that you save things written in other, written, uh, that you save things uh, that you can't, that you're not allowed to, that you save things written in other languages. Okay, I'll show you. It doesn't say that. Ravuna Matars Nataime. This is how he reads the Mishnah. Bain Korim Shabahem Nevi'im. Whether we save them, whether we read them or not, that whether we read them, Nevi'im. Bain Shein Korim Whether we don't read them, we save Ksuvim. But Medvar Mamurim, we have to put into the Mishnah. When is that true? Ksuvim B'Lashon Hakodesh. Ksuvim B'Lashon Hakodesh. When they're written in Hebrew. Avol B'Chol Lashon Hakodesh. But if they're written in other languages, you don't save them, like I said. Ba'Filu Hachi. Nevertheless, Kenizabo. That's the Afal P. That's the point. Even though you, even though what, even though. You don't save them from the fire and Shabbos written other languages. Nevertheless, you don't. You, you have to put them away. You don't. You don't leave them in Africa place. You have to hide them. Put them away in a way that that is respectful for them. But you don't save them on Shabbos. Rav Chista matars the time. Rav Chista can explain the way he says. One second. If according to you, save them. What do you mean? All the more. All, all, certainly. Certainly, you're not going to. Certainly, you have to put them away in a, in, a, in a good place. So he learns like this. He says, Bein shikarim ben whether you read them, whether you read them, neviim. Bein shikarim, we don't read them kasuvim like we said. The alpha bishikasuvim cholashon nami, but even though they're written in other in other other languages, you save them, okay. And and certainly you're right, and and you're right. And it goes without question that on any normal day they can't be left after You have to put them away. I so what's the end saying? If you save them, isn't it obvious you have to put them away? The answer is is what it says. What is it talking about? Even the debris, the the, the decayed debris from these things that falls off of them, tuning these. Even that, not only the scrolls, it's understood the scrolls you have to put away that they're written in another language, but even the even the debris that rots off of them. Again, I'm going to ask you. Again, I'm going to ask you. Akasha, didn't we learn the following in a bright? If they're written in Aramaic, we call Lashon other language. But see, if they had Leica, says explicitly, we save them from a fire. That's a knockout blow to Ravuna. Says we don't save in other languages from the fire. He says, no, he says, you make a mistake. That's the Tano who holds it. You're allowed to read them. Remember, me and Rav Chizder are only arguing according to the opinion that you're not allowed to read them, whether you can save them or not. That price was according to the other opinion that you're allowed to read them. You're allowed to write them. Of read them. Of course you can save them. That's not a question. That's not what our debate is about. Toshma, come and let come again. I'll bring you Akasha. Hayuksuvim giftis. Now I'm going to get you. Hayuksuvim giftis, madis, ivers. Written in giftis, written in madis, other languages. Ivers is written in old Hebrew script. Not like, not, not Savashurus. The one that before, the one they used before that. Or early, at a time period earlier than that. At some time, Elamis written Elamis Yevanis or in Greek. Alpha Bishul in the course, but he really not allowed to read them. We hear e, this now. It's clear. It's according to the opinion. Well, how did Rav Huna save himself a minute ago? He said, "Oh, that's the opinion that says you're allowed to read." Now we got a price that says according to the, you're not allowed to read them. And it says Matzilos of Deleko. You save them in the fire. Tufter Rav Huna. Now that's a knockout blow. You can't tell me that's according to the opinion. You're allowed to read them. It says you're not allowed to read them, and you save them. Rav Huna, you're out. Ravuna Tanai says, nah, he says, don't worry. That's a machlok tanai. Yeah, there is a there, there's a Tana that says like that. But I'm like the other Tana. I'm like the other Tana that says that what? That if you can't read them, you can't save them. The Tanya, because we learn, I Tagum, if they're written in Aramaic, Makolashan, other language, you save them from the fire. That's one opinion. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, we don't save them from the fire. So you see clearly it's a machlok. I'm like Rabbi Yossi. What do you want from me? You're right. There's a, there is a Tana not like me. Now, the Gemara says, well, now, and, but, but we're not done. I'm Rabbi Yossi. It continues and it says, we're just a long piece. Rabbi Yossi might, but, but okay. 
So even though I gave you the answer, we have to see the end. Rav Yossi said, One time, Rav Chalafta went to Rabbi Gamliel, the great one in Tveria. He was there, he was sitting at the table of Yonazov. And he had a Targum. And he had a translated Sefer Eov. But he was reading it. Said to Zuchorni, I remember Rabbi Gamliel, Avi Avicha, Rabbi Gamliel, your grandfather, he was standing on a step in Harabayas, they viewed the front of Sefer Eov, and they brought him a translated book of Eov, and he said to the builder, bury it under one of the walls of bricks. He had this stuff, this stuff forbidden. Forbidden. So you know what happened? So then the Rabbi Abuliel, who was holding that translated book, he said to Afu Sivalov. So he told him immediately he said what Ugnaza. So therefore he immediately said that you have to uh, th- that you have to uh, th- about this translation of that you have to have to get rid of it, and he got rid of it and he hid it away. So okay, now Rabbi Yossi Bibudomer Areva. Furthermore, Rabbi Yosef says no. He says, you know what happened? It wasn't. They didn't bury it under the under the wall, but rather what? They put they put a they dumped a a uh, a trough of cement onto it. You know, made of, of dirt and dirt and the water. Rabbi said, there are two reasons why what you said is not what that 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 report is not true. They didn't use cement in Harabayas. That's number one. One second, did I say right? Yeah. Uh, is it clay or tit that I mentioned? Clay or cement? Which one did I say right? Uh, huh? They didn't use clay. They didn't use clay. They used cement. Not the they used cement, not, they used cement, not clay. It wasn't clay. That's number one. So I said backwards, the other way. But oh, okay, but and also anyway, who said you're allowed to, are you allowed to directly destroy these things? I said, okay, I said you can't read them, I said you're allowed to destroy them directly, but you're allowed to destroy them directly. Okay, you put them in a place that's open to, that's open and, and not protected, and they rot on their own. Okay, the Pasadis picks up the cement and the clay. You just reverse it. Okay. Okay, now one second. One second, one second. Rafuna just defended himself by saying, Oh, don't worry, you brought a bright against me that says what that you can say now I said that's according to the opinion that's an opinion even though we don't read them as an opinion like that but that's not me I'm like I'm like Rabbi Yossi who says what that you can't say them if, if you can't read them and the Gemara says Montanai who, who are the two opinions that we're talking about over here you want to say that the price that he quoted those represent his opinion and Rabbi and, and of Chizda's opinion, Elema, Elema, okay, Tanakama, and Virabi Yossi. You want to say that the two opinions that represent him are the Tanakama and Rabbi Yossi, i.e., Rabbi Yossi is Rav Huna and the Tanakama is Rav Chizda. What are you talking about? Who said that that's true? You want to say that that price of the argument about whether you can save things that you can't read? Who said? Maybe the argument between the Tanakama and, 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 uh, and Rabbi Yossi is Mar Sabar, but the one opinion, the Tanakama holds, you're allowed to read them. Um, I learned the groups, and Rabbi Yossi was not allowed to read them. Now, so what do you, what 
yourself. You're right. Now it's fine. It's fine because clearly what Rabbi Yossi is going to represent Rav Huda's opinion. He says you can't read them, therefore you can't save them. But now you can't say that the other Tana is Rav Chizda, the other Tana holds you allowed to read them. So you don't have any Tana for Rav Chizda. What are you talking about? That doesn't represent Rav Chizda, Rav Huna. Rav Huna, yes. Rav Chizda, no. What's he talking about? Elad Gamay says, no, no. Rav Yossi, but Tana de Giftis. You're right. Rav Yossi over here represents the opinion of Huna. And we said before, the Brisa that said that, that it said it was written Giftis, etc. Even though you're not allowed to read them, you're allowed to save them. That's the opinion of the other Brisa. That's the opinion of of Rav Chizda. Tana Rabbanon, we learn how brachos. Now, you know, we, we, until later, they weren't allowed to write down any of the oral law. Even what we have our Gemaras, all the stuff we didn't write it down. And they didn't write down brachos either. It's all oral law. They didn't write those either. So Tana Rabbanon, how brachos, writing down brachos like the brachos of the Shema Nesri. Pardon Brachos and amulets also, which people use for healing. They, they wear them. Even though they what have the names of the letters of Hashem's name, they have the parts of psukim, many psukim from the Torah. You don't save them from a fire, okay? Okay, and you know, what do you mean? You don't you can't take them into a place, for example, an alleyway that we didn't that we didn't join together, what we said earlier. Ellen is rough in Bimakoman, rather what? They burn up in their place, okay? They and even the even the even the God's names that are in them. Mikan we said, therefore they said people who write down brachas in that time when you weren't allowed to, they're like people who burn the Torah, because if there's ever a fire, we're not gonna be able to save you. Don't stop writing brachas down. There was once a person who wrote it down inside them, and they came and they told Rabbi Ishmael, Rabbi Ishmael went to check out the facts. What is this guy doing writing down brachos? Rabbi Ishmael was going up the ladder. Here, the person who wrote the brachos down, he, he sensed that he, oh, he's in trouble. Not all Tumas brachos. He took the package of brachos that he's written down, and he, and he immersed them in, in a container of water to, to, you know, to get rid of them. And this is what Yishmael said to him. He says, "God onesh achron." He said, "The punishment for the last thing you did for destroying them, okay, and, and, and wiping out God's name by putting them in the water, etc., etc." Arachon, God onesh achron. Minarishon. The punishment for the last thing you did is even bigger than the punishment that you did originally for writing them down. Okay, by the way, Rishul Shabbat Baruch Hu the Rishkulusa asked this question. But here, okay, let, we, we are we had our argument about other languages. Okay, good. What if it is written in 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 not good ink? Okay, what if it's written in not good ink? Okay, he, he says he he, he said Ayuksuvim Besam. It's written in paint, sick with red stuff. Kumus the gum Okankantom, which I told you is really ferrous oxide, even though they're called Cooper, but it's really ferrous ferrous sulfate. Okay. That's what, that's, what, that's what they all tell me. Belashna Kodesh, okay? They're, and they're, they're written in Hebrew, but they're written, they're written in what? In, the, in this bad inks. Inferior. Ma, huh? Inferior ink, right. Matzilu no summer lake, we save them or Matzilu? Do we not save them? Are you allowed to save them or not? Okay? The answer is Tiboy Lamanda Amar Matzilin Tiboy Lamanda Matzilin. You can say uh, you can ask that question according to the opinion that said by by translations you do save, and you can ask question according to people say by translations you don't save. It makes sense either way if you think about it. Either opinion you can still have this question by the inks. Okay, now 
Okay, okay, okay. Well, you can ask the question by the one who says that you don't save other languages. That's because they're written in Aramaic. Here they're written in Hebrew. You should save them, even though they're written in Bereit. They're not in other languages. Maybe the other way, even according to the opinion holds in other languages, you can save. They're written in a, they're written in a, in a ink that's going to last. But over here, cave in the Lamakaim, since they don't last, huh? why should we bother saving them? No, we don't, we don't save them. Eh, they're not really, they're, who said they're going to last anyway, so to speak? Okay, good. Okay, boy, okay, so therefore what? So we don't know. Things written in the fear of ink, like you said, how do we, how do we, how do we, uh, do we save them or don't we save them? We all are lay, so, okay, so he said to him, he said, ain't, uh, so he said to him, so he said to the Beshkalusha, Matzilin, we don't save them. Okay, so then the Beshkalusha said, one second, well, Rav Nuna Tana Matzilin, Rav Nuna had a brisa that said, that Rav that, Nuna had a brisa that said, we do save them, written in these, in these, uh, in these uh, not so good eggs. Amar Lehi said to him, Itanya, Tanya, so okay, if there's a brisa, the brisa, I'm not going to hold my opinion against the brisa. I, my Tanya, where is that such a brisa? Where is such a brisa? Amar Abashi, I'll tell you, Tanya, it's what we learned. Ain bain svar the Megillah. There's no difference between other holy writings and the Megillah. Other books written in any language in Megillah. Okay, the Megillah is only 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 is only kosher. Ashuris has to be written in Ashuris, the, the, the Hebrew that we write. Al safer on a, on a, on a, on the on parchment on cloth will be dio and with proper ink. And, and with proper ink. And therefore we see that other things can be written in other ones. And since you're allowed to write them in other inks, you're all, other kinds of ink you're also allowed to save them on Shabbos from the fire. If you have a Sefer Torah that, that was there, but the, the letters all became erased or faded, so you can't even find 85 letters, the amount in the in, amount in, in, in Vahib bin Saron, which is 85 letters. Do we save from a fire or not? We're going to learn later that and Vahim Hatzon is a very meaningful section. In one respect, it's almost like, it's like we consider it its own book of the Torah. It's a minimum amount of Torah. It has 85 letters. So if you have a Sefer Torah, that's all that's left are less than 85 letters. The whole Sefer Torah that was all wiped out or faded, there's only eight, less than 85 letters. Do we save it from a fire or not? Maybe it loses its all, you know, any, any uh, care we have for it. He said to him, "Why don't you ask me about Pashas Vayib and Sora itself? It's missing a letter. Okay. Why well, you have to ask me about that? Ask me about let's say Pashas Vayib and Sora is missing one letter. Hey, they can say, okay. So he says, he says, he says, no. He says, he says, he says, Vayib and Sora that's missing a letter. I don't have to worry. I have no question why they came to Isbe has cars because it does have Hashem's name in it. Okay. The last page one of Chameshiosos, even though it has eighty-five letters, Matzina. I'm sure you have to save it to save Hashem's name. What I'm asking you is, if you have if you have less than eighty-five letters and you don't have Hashem's name. In any Hashem's name, I'm just talking about there's not Hashem's name, and you don't have 85 letters altogether left in the Sefer Torah. My, what's the halacha? said to him, He said to him, "We don't." He, he don't. He, he, so he, Rav Nachman said to him, "He says we don't uh, save it." Okay, ACB, come ask me a kasha. I can tell me we don't save it. Tagum Shavamik, we learn we learn but parts of the Torah or, or the or parts of the holy writings that are written in Aramaic. We have parts of the Torah that are in Aramaic, the like Aramaic language. Okay, Shikava Mikra. The person translated back into Hebrew. You wrote it in Hebrew language. Hebrew stuff in the Torah and the, the Holy Scriptures that you wrote in Aramaic. Uksav Ivris, or you wrote it in that in that old 
uh, Hebrew, Hebrew script, okay? Okay, Matzilin, we save them from the fire, okay, on, on Shabbos. Vein Sarch Lomar, and it goes without saying, Targum, Hashem Ezra, Hashem Torah, and certainly the actual Targum that actually appears in the Aramaic, that actually appears in Aramaic, in Ezra and Daniel, and in the Torah itself. Okay, Agamar says, Tiger Shabbat Torah, where do we find Aramaic in the Torah? The answer is, we have one place, Yagar Sadusa. Okay, remember, it says by the Galat, it's called Yagar Sadusa. It's written in Aramaic. We, we have Aramaic words in the Torah. The Avogad, the last Beishman of Chamesh, we also say, look, and we save it, even, and even though it has, even though it has less than 85 letters. So what's going on? So Nachman says, no, Kitanya Hilashtim, you're making a mistake. He says, he said, that means to say what? That that you can use the when it's it's not that the, that you have less than eighty five letters, it's that even though the only way to get the eighty five letters is to include the parts written in Aramaic, that's still considered eighty five letters. We never said you can save less than eighty five letters. We said you can save less than eighty five letters, even though you had to use the Aramaic part to make up the eighty five letters. Okay, so yes, so when you told me eighty five letters, when you said you can save it you should, with eighty five letters, do they have to be together or could they just pick one here? One there, one there, over the whole Sefer Torah. He says, Ravuna Amar Mechunas. He says they have to be together. Ravchist Amar Afil Mefuzos. Ravchist says, what, even what, even if they're scattered all over the place. Meisvei Lemiyasiyah Kasha. One second. Sefer Torah Shabbala. We learned Sefer Torah that became worn out in Yesh. But Lakshman of Chaimeshosias. If we can gather together eighty-five letters, could go in Parshas Vimesora. That's the our own. Our own. That's like that's like the amount in the Parshas Vimesora. Eighty-five letters. Matzilin. You can save it. And if not, we don't save it. Now you saw it said it said you. Now you said it said clearly you're going to gather them together. Who does that sound like? That sounds like Rav Chista, not like Rav Huna. That's a nakapla to Rav Huna. Mer says no, it's not a nakapla to Rav Huna. Tirgama, he says when he said gather, don't worry. Rav Huna will read that with Tirgama. Tirgama, Rav Chista, I leave Rav Huna. Rav Chista defended this price. Defended Rav Huna himself. Rav Chista defended Rav Huna and said, listen, I'll explain you how to read it. But Tevos is talking about gathering together the words. The letters are to be together, but even though they're, they're, in, they're, they're, they're in words, not individual letters. The letters and Echanami have to be in words, according to Rav Huna. You, the words can be in different places, but the letters have to be in words. You can't have individual letters. Okay, tomorrow we're going to learn about the, the Parshavah Ibn Surah and its meaning, etc. Shakar Godel, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.